Hello and welcome to the Tips and Its podcast with Sia and Pip. Hello. We are going to talk about a festival coming up in yep. Perth. We're very excited. We can't wait. So I guess we'll just jump right into it this time. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, it's not like we ever don't do that normally. True. Okay, so this week, because we are recording at an earlier time than usual, we're actually on the non-alcoholic drinks this week, guys. Yes. Though, thank you to everyone who did tweet in their suggestions. We will definitely take those into consideration on our next alcoholic foray. Yeah, I'd be quite up for some tequila sunrises or other cocktails. Yeah, I think some people mentioned rum, some people mentioned Southern Comfort. Love a bit of Southern Comfort from my student days. So, yeah, I don't think I got into any escapades based on sort of comfort. Yeah, I have had some, some escapades, <laughs> mainly involving yeah. Skyrim and half a bottle of the stuff. It was not my best night. <laughs> <laughs> but we will get round to alcohol, but yeah. I've got an important appointment coming up on Monday that I'm not supposed to drink ahead of, so. And um, as we say, it's a little bit too early for us to be buying Just alcohol. a little bit. I still got. I, we only just had breakfast, so. Yeah, and although I quite like the idea of you know it's noon somewhere, I don't think that the licensing laws up here will <laughs> understand that one. No. <laughs> so this week we are drinking some schlur because Pip has never had it before. Nope. But also because I quite enjoy saying schlur. Schlur. It ranks up there with gusset. <laughs> <laughs> and plank. <laughs> yes. Schlur. Schlur. It sounds weird when I say it because of my accent. Schlur. Schlur. Oh, you might as well be drunk saying it. Yeah. So, schlur your words. So what I didn't realise, right, on the bottle, guys, it says schlur since 1935. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it had been going that long. People who've wanted to look like they're drinking but not be ha- and not be hassled for it while not having any alcohol clearly been around for a very long time. Yeah, it's just I remember the adverts coming on for it when I was a kid, but... I don't remember the... any adverts for it. Mm-hmm. But then we don't always get the same adverts in an eye. That's true. But let's try it. I've never tried yeah. it before. Okay, so we've got the rosé version because I like a good rosé. I didn't even know it sparkles. Yeah, people was quite surprised when I gave her the mug of it. <laughs> yes, mug. Yeah, she was like, oh, it sparkles. And I was like, yes, yes, it does. She originally thought I was talking about the yarn. And I was like, yeah. no, no, the drink. Yeah, because I pulled a skein of sparkly yarn out of my bag. And yes. I was like, yeah, of course it sparkles. It's some rusty ferret wink. I'll have you know. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, so, Pip. Yes, I'm not a big rosé drinker, so let's see. Let's see how I feel. Yeah, it's pleasant. It's okay. It's, it's not bad to drink first thing on a morning, I think. I think Sam would like this. He's much yeah. more into, like, grape-flavoured things than yeah. I am. It's okay. It's I mean, nice. It doesn't taste like actual rosé. No. It just tastes like pink fizzy juice. But Yeah. I'd say it's got a very a bit of a strange taste, but not unpleasant. Yeah. It tastes like summer as a kid. Yeah. I mean, for me, I just feel like it matches my entire aesthetic. Mm. It's pink, it's girly, it's fizzy. I would say it doesn't smell very nice. Yeah, it smells a bit artificial, doesn't it? Yeah. But it tastes... Yeah, I like it would be nice if it was a really hot day yeah. and you got some nice, like, yeah. cold, fizzy schlur. It would be nice. Yeah. And it there are other flavours as well. There's yeah. a red and there's a white. It is an acceptable soft drink. For the morning. <laughs> For the morning. Yeah. So that's what we've got at the moment, though our dear friend Heather, hello Heather, hey. has just got back from a holiday to Oban and she's very kindly brought us some more whiskey miniatures so collection 
we will probably crack into those next episode when it is a more acceptable time of day to be drinking. And I don't have to not be drinking. And Pip doesn't have to not be drinking. Yeah. So yeah, we're looking forward to that. And we'll be chatting about some yarn that Heather kindly acquired for us as well. Yes. Later on in the podcast. But for now, we'll go on with the usual business of what is on and off our needles. Woohoo! So, on my needles, I've been a massive knitting tart. Yeah, Bigger than last time. Uh, (laughs) See, a monogamous knitter is not. No, I worked out, though. What I tend to do is I cast on a bucket load of projects strategically abandon each and every one that I cast on then I eventually settle on one that I'm kind of like oh my god I have to knit this yes and I will knit it through to completion mm-hmm. at which point I'll then return to my great big pile of whips and I will pull one out and I'll start working on that and I'll knit through it yeah so at the moment I've still got my kipper socks and my rose gold shawl and my wonder woman wrap on the needles mm-hmm. I've also cast on another alloy hat of course. And I know I was whinging about it last week and the stupid crown decreases. Well, not last week, last podcast. The crown decreases. But I've decided I'm going to be clever and I'm going to fiddle with the crown decreases so I don't have to knit like oodles of stitches together. Yes. Because why follow a pattern when I can botch Do it, it yourself? Well, I can botch it up my own fantastic way. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm... Sisters are doing it for themselves. Yeah, that's the story I'm going with and we'll stick with it. <laughs> so, I'm I... a strong, independent woman who don't, who don't need no pattern. <laughs> She's had one sip of slur and it's not even alcoholic. Oh dear. <laughs> it's because I glanced at the whiskey miniature, that's what's happened. Right, I'm confiscating it, I'm putting it out of sight. <laughs> going the arm bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys. This isn't even going to be an outtake. I think I should leave this in the podcast. So anyway, <laughs> as I was trying to say before I was rudely interrupted with Pip's declaration of independence <laughs> on my behalf, um, <laughs> I'm knitting the hat. Pip's absolutely peeing herself laughing. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those episodes. Yeah. Um, I'm knitting that using the... Baramu Dovestone DK that I got Edinburgh Yarn Fest this year oh, in so the good. rhubarb colourway. And my mum went away on holiday to the Outer Hebrides mm-hmm. and she picked me up a skein of green DK yarn and it's BFL and it's from the Hand Spinner Having Fun on Sky. Ooh. It was completely new to me, but oh, it's such a bouncy, really nice skein. Yeah. So it's so basically I've got like this bright pink colour on one side and this really nice grassy green on the other. Yeah. All that I normally use. So yeah. I did get quite a few pictures in a row of her going, what about these two? What about yeah. these two? What about these two? And then she sent me the picture of these and I was like, that one. Yep. So that's going to be on the needles. And I'm just using that as sort of like a nice mindless project for when I'm gaming on a Thursday night with our Thursday group or just feel like it. Yeah. And then the other, this is the big project, guys. Oh, so wait for it. I am knitting an Oracle shawl by Kristen Lehrer, also known as Vullen Vine Yarns, also um, known as the host of the Yarngasm podcast on YouTube. And, oh my god, it is the best pattern I've knit in a long time. So it's a circular shawl, and it's got lace, it's got brioche, and it uses three skeins of yarn, and it's just simply amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, every, the pattern is one of the most 
logically and well-written patterns I've come across in quite a while. Okay. And it's in sections as well, so you can kind of just knit a section and then just go, right, okay, I'm done. I'll put it down for a bit. I find that um, can be quite motivating. It is really motivating because you want to, you do want to knit to the next section mm-hmm. and you feel like you've accomplished something after every bit as well. Mm-hmm. And you're using different techniques so you can't get bored. Mm-hmm. And I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah. I'm on the final lace section. I've got over 1,000 stitches on my needles, which I've not had for a very long time. <laughs> so it's taken me like an hour to knit around. It looks amazing, though. Thank you. <laughs> Your yarn combo is spot on. Yep. So last year at Edinburgh Yarn Fest, I got hold of two skeins of Hedgehog Fibre sock in the Shiver and Ink colorways. Mm-hmm. And I got some La Bienneme Merino singles in the Hotness colorway, so it's a bright pink. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was like, I'm going to knit these three together. And then properly didn't. So these yeah. have been in my stash for a year. But now they are this amazing, brightly coloured blue and pink and white and purple pie shawl goodness. Yes. And yeah, I am absolutely loving it. And it's been ages since I've knit lace. And I forgot that a couple of years ago, lace used to be my shtick. Yeah. Before I started getting the issues with my wrists and things in. Um, but knitting lace in the round, as it turns out, is super easy because less purling. No purling. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no pearls. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really enjoying it. And it's quite. it's been quite nice as well because... I can read my knitting so Facebook reminded me a while ago that it's sort of six years since I started knitting five six years mm-hmm. so I was kind of like yeah I am flipping accomplished yes and it's been nice knitting something that's not garter stitch and stripes because I know that is kind of my jam at the moment but yeah it's nice doing something and being able to kind of go yeah I have come along I can read my knitting I can fix mistakes I fixed a brioche mistake yep I was super oh. impressed I can't even knit brioche and here is the uh, fixing dropped brioche and what the problem was I'd kind of put the shawl down gone up to make my parents a coffee or something and then sat back down and started knitting rather than purling and I got most of the way around around and then went oh no so I started thinking it back and when I was thinking it back I somehow dropped three stitches Ouch. but I managed a really rough and ready mistake you can barely notice it mm-hmm. it is fixed I have the correct number of stitches everything is good but yeah, it was a learning... It's been a bit of a learning curve, but also very much a sort of like project of pride. Yeah. I feel like when you have mistakes like that and you mm. kind of have this moment of, oh no, and then you fix it, yeah. is when you can realise, actually, I'm not bad yeah. at this. So I feel like I've accomplished a lot, even though I've got hundreds of project bags dotted around my flat, <laughs> which Phil quite likes picking up and going, oh, you've not finished this yet. And I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for reminding you. me. <laughs> Uh, someone's not getting any love today. <laughs> like, you show my failings, <laughs> I'll make you sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. Pip, what have you got on the needles at the moment? I have got a hat on the needles. Just one hat. Just one hat. Single hat. S- single hat. So those of you who don't follow me on social media and who don't know me in real life will not know that I am prone to deep obsessions with mm-hmm. fandoms it's a thing and I follow a group called Critical Role which is R-O-L-E and it's a Dungeons and Dragons group Whoop. it's eight voice actors and they basically stream their Dungeons and Dragons game and it's all on YouTube and they're all amazing people 
and the characters are fantastic mm-hmm. and it's great fun. I haven't been able to play in a D&D game for ages, but that's actually how I met my husband. Yeah. I used to play quite a lot and I really miss it. And Critical Role is like just it's so much fun each episode is like somewhere between three to five hours long and you really get into it there's over a hundred episodes now for anyone that wants to catch up and you really the community that's popped up around it is phenomenal and they're really into like mobilizing the community to raise money so they've raised like hundreds of thousands of pounds for charity since they started streaming and the the um the phrase they use is that you are good people so you know they'll say like Matt you are a good people nice and they're really the guys are all really active on Twitter and stuff and they go to a lot of conventions and things and it's really cool and then what happened is the community started to send them gifts yeah and they were like this is like Christmas and they were like wait we could call it Critmas (laughs) so I have decided to make each of them a hat with their character's name on it because it's just such an amazing community to be a part of. The guys and girls that are in it are phenomenal people. Mm-hmm. You will probably have run across their work, even if you don't know what they look like. They are all really well-known voice mm-hmm. actors. So if you've played World of Warcraft, if you've played Uncharted, if you have watched anime, like you will know who these people. You'll you'll have heard mm-hmm. these people without knowing who they are, and it's just such the most heartwarming and inclusive and wonderful community. So I was like, I'm gonna send them hats for Christmas. So I'm mm-hmm. like I said, making each of them hats. So at the moment, I'm working mm-hmm. on Vex, who is the half elf ranger, who is twinned with another character, and she's super awesome, and she has a pet bear called Trinket. Nice. So that's what I'm working on right now. Just the one project. Cool. So, Sia, what have you cast off? (laughs) So, I've only cast off one thing, and that is my Chester Basin Mittens. At last! Finally! So, the Chester Basin Mittens by Fiona Alice from the Take Heart book. Mm -hmm. And I knit them in some rainbow heirloom sweater Mm -hmm. yarn, and that's in the Princess Rockstar colourway. And my contrast colour is a yarn, it's an Aaron... I'm my yarn from A Verb for Keeping Warm, which Heather got us when she went to San Francisco. Yes. And it's in the grizzly colourway, so it's brown. Ooh. And I'm really pleased with them. They're really, really like puffy and textured and warm, so I am gonna be prepared for winter, guys. Yes. Which is good. Nice. So that's what I've finished. What about you? So my Nurple socks that I talked about last time, mm-hmm. they're finished. They're amazing. Uh-huh. I love them. They've got like they're kind of quite they're like ankle socks and they've got a rolled mm-hmm. brim on them and I pull up a pair of Mary Jane so I can share them off. Yay! I also knit a snowmelt shawl, which yep. is one that I've been eyeing up for ages. I bought the yarn specifically for it from Easy Knits at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And it's huge. It's massive. I need to block it. I hopefully will do so in time to wear it to Perth. But it was mm-hmm. like the chillest knit ever because it's mostly garter stitch. Yeah. With a few panels of garter lace and a few mm-hmm. stockinette stripes. And I love it, and it's super colourful, and it's going to be huge, and I can't wait to wear it. And it is really brightly coloured. It is really brightly coloured. You and stand out. Yes. It's a Helena Stewart pattern. Mm-hmm. And then I've cast off an, one of the hats for the Critical Role team, which is the character that I'm knitting at the moment, Vex. It's her twin brother, Vax. Vex and Vax. Vex nice. and Vax. Yeah. So 
that's what I've cast mm -hmm. off. So nothing mm -hmm. else, nothing else exciting going on there. But I mean, my snow melt took me what two weeks, and yeah. that was just constant knitting. So yeah, you I'm, barely put it down. I'm quite happy that I actually managed to get through that so quickly, yeah. to be honest, because I was a bit worried I was going to get halfway through and be like, no, it can't be ours. Yeah, that's fair. But I didn't, so that's good. No, I, both of us have been on stash acquisition missions. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me in that tone of voice. <laughs> okay, so I will preface this with the bulk of my acquisition has been gifts. Yes. Oh, I don't feel guilty in the slightest anyway, so I don't even know why I'm prefacing it with that. <laughs> so, I got some gifts from my parents when they came to visit. Mm hmm my mum went on a holiday with a friend to Austria Ooh. and she got me some sock yarn from a shop called Nina's Laden Ooh. and I didn't think of writing it down or actually putting it into the RAV um, stash thing yet but it's basically some Austrian sock yarn and it's nice and one's a turquoise colour and one's a dark blue nice. they're little 50 gram balls they're local to the area mm -hmm. and I'm looking forward to knitting with those. Um, it might be socks or I might use it for a hat or something. Yeah. And then mum and dad went out to the Outer Hebrides Ooh. Um, on a little holiday last week. So mum then came back with the yarn from Sky, which I mentioned mm -hmm. a few minutes ago. And they also got me some Harris Tweed. <gasps> and this really nice, rich, golden brown colourway. And it's an iron weight and it smells delicious. That's amazing. Yep. That's amazing. So... I think those will be some gloves or maybe a hat. We'll see. I'm so jealous. I should have brought it with me, actually, so you could sniff it. Yeah. I mean, so you could smush it. Yeah. But mostly, like, the sheepy smell's amazing. Things you never thought you'd think before <laughs> you started knitting. Yep. <laughs> and then Heather, as we said, has been to Oban, mm -hmm. and she kindly picked me up a skein of Falklands Merino, which is dyed by the Crafty You. Yes. And mine's in a really nice pink colourway, and it's really springy... And again, I think that's going to make a really nice hat at some point. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to knitting with that. And then I ordered some Julie Asselin Fino yarn Ooh. from a yarn story down in Bath. And it's in the Pom Party colourway. Nice. Um, it's one of the exclusive colourways. They died for Pom Fest. Yes. And I couldn't be there, but I really wanted some Julie Asselin yarn. But I didn't pick any up when I was in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, this is the perfect yarn for me because it's like pink. It's got pink through it, basically. Yeah. And then I got my wages in and I saw that Koigu still had some of their Canada 150 yarn mm -hmm. on their website. So I ordered a skein of each colour. One's called O Canada and one's called Canada A. And they're both dyed using the um, official flag dye yeah. colourway. So That's really cool. Those haven't arrived yet. Those are somewhere between Canada and here. It's very exciting. Um, I suspect I'm probably going to have customs charges, which will be really exciting because I've never had to deal with those before. <laughs> so no doubt I will have those by next podcast, hopefully. Ooh. And there'll be pictures and things on my Instagram. So. Yes. That's my stash acquisitions. What about you, Pip? So what have you acquired? You've not been as prolific a shopper or gifty as I have, I don't think, this time. No, so I have a little bit of stash acquisition. So my dad was in New Zealand recently. And he he kind of got back at the start of mid-July he got back. Mm -hmm. And I had chatted to him and things. And then I randomly got a package at the door. And I was like, 
what is this? I don't understand what this is. And there's a little package and I and it looked like it was from my dad. And I was like, oh, right, he never mentioned anything. Yeah. So I opened it and inside were four balls of yarn. Now, they are 50 gram balls of double knit yarn, two in like kind of like a naturally kind of off-white ivory kind of yeah. colour and two in a black. And I was like, what is this? I have never seen this before. And it is the Performa series Zilana Rimu which is R-I-M-U. And I looked at it, I was like, this is really soft. Mm -hmm. Like, really, really soft. What is this? And I looked at it, and it's 60% fine New Zealand merino and 40% brushtail possum. Possum. I was like, I didn't even know you could make yarn from possum. I've heard of it, but I've never come across it in the wild. Um, I think it's meant to be not... I think it's meant to be quite an expensive one. Yeah. Or at least it is when indie dyers get hold of it. Well, possums in New Zealand are mm. a pest. Yeah. So they're not actually desired creatures. Yeah. But they are, like, the most adorable looking creatures on the face of the earth. We're not talking about American opossums here that look creepy. We're talking adorable little mm. fluffy things. They're so cute. But I was, like, I did, I was, like, a bit gobsmacked. Mm. I think they're absolutely yeah. beautiful they're so soft I don't know what I'm going to make with them yet I kind of want to make a hat and yeah. maybe a pair of wee gloves yeah. but I need to find a pattern that's going to work mm. for them because I can obviously stripe them yeah. but I mean my dad did good he, he did, did, did good. good like I'm really impressed yeah. <laughs> and I just I love them they're so soft mm-hmm. and beautiful and wonderful and I want to you smush them cozy. I want to smush them all day yeah I'm going to be so cozy when I have no hair to keep me warm <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be good, cause I'm gonna be shaving my head in October to raise money for cancer research. So this will be perfect as yep. a really soft and really warm yeah. hat to keep me warm in the Glaswegian winter. Yes, yes. perfect. Mm-hmm. The next pit of stash acquisition. Those of you who listen to the podcast know we love Rusty Ferret. Yep. Rusty Ferret is love the best. Love you. So Leona did a big update. And there was a skein of yarn on there called Steampunk Angle. And it was essentially a, this is just supposed to start out as deception, but did not come out as deception. (laughs) So it's grey with like blue, green, purple, yellow, orange, red. And I love it. Mm -hmm. It's a pip colour. I love it. Don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, but it's gorgeous and it's mine and that is all that matters. That is reasonable. And I got some Rusty Ferret stitch markers with that Which too. are super cute. And I've got a sticker that I need to stick somewhere. And I'm not sure yes. quite yet where. I could put it on the microphone. On the could side. Do. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, but it's it's the doll. I got yeah. it in doll. And it's just, it's so smushy and yeah. lovely. And the colour is divine. I love it. I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do with it at some point. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece of stash acquisition I got today from Heather, who, as we said, was in Oban. And she also got me a skein from the Crafty U. And it's Falkland Island Merino. And it's smooshy. And it's mostly green with a little bit of blue in there as well. Mm-hmm. And it's hand painted and it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And, and probably, again, going to be a hat. It's everything I picture about you in yarn. It reminds me of sea glass. Yeah. Like, it's just beautiful. It's, it's, just a, beautiful. it's a very you shade. Like, Heather took it out the bag and I was, yeah. he was like, <gasps> Yeah. Oh my goodness, yes. So, yeah. I'm very happy with it. I love it. And it's so spooshy mm-hmm. and wonderful. It's so springy. And springy and gorgeous mm-hmm. and soft and wonderful. And I might not 
No, I'm, I'm totally not pressing it up against my face yeah. right now. Yeah, my skein's at home because I met up with Heather a couple of weeks ago, just after she's come back, whereas Pip is currently sat here smushing against her face and smiling in a rather creepy fashion and sniffing it. <laughs> that makes me sound weird. And how much slow have you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that that is our stash acquisition, which... Yeah isn't too bad considering that both of us have been working through our stash at a fairly considerable rate to be honest i'm definitely starting to see a dent in my stash yeah i feel like i'm seeing a dent in mine despite the fact that i've just had a huge amount come through yeah but once i've finished the kipper socks and the oracle shawl i will have then knit through everything i got to edinburgh yarn fest last year okay and i'm planning on doing the andrea maori what the fade mcal which i'm very excited about it starts on august 31st and i'm planning on using a fair few yarns for that as well so that should hopefully make a decent dent and i think after that i'll be on to christmas knitting and things like that so yeah yeah i'm quite pleased myself it's been it's really satisfying knitting through stash i think yeah it is definitely because i used to be like oh and i used to feel a bit guilty about my stash oh so when i donated all the stuff that i was never going to use yeah. That took a lot of weight off me. And then now that I'm working through stash, I'm actually really enjoying it. And I'm yeah. not I'm not finding that I'm like coveting yarn. And I don't yeah. feel guilty when I'm buying new yarn now because I'm like, yeah. well, I've worked through so much of my stash. Like if I buy three or four skeins yeah. of yarn, it's not going to be a problem, mm. you know? So yeah. it's actually made buying yarn a more enjoyable experience for me because I don't feel guilty. Yeah, and it's easy to think I've got some of this in my stash so if I get that I can pair it or yeah. combine it with X or whatever yeah definitely um, or you can kind of go you know what I don't really need that skein of yarn I don't want it I, I will never it knit sa- it I want it for the sake of it yeah it's definitely made me go oh that's a really pretty skein of yarn yeah but I'll never knit anything with it yeah I've certainly got a lot better over the past couple of years looking at patterns as well and kind of going, do I want it because I like the pattern or do I want it because I like the yarn that it's knitting? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's about 50% of the time I want it just because it's knitting colours and things that I like. Yeah. And it's not actually something I'd wear or do. See, I am very much one of these people that does go in and check the projects for a pattern and I look through the colours and I see, does this Mm. actually work with these different colours? Do I like it? Yeah. So snow melt... Yeah. I wasn't really drawn to the pattern and the colours. Yeah. When I went in and I saw some of the colours, uh, what made me yeah. see it was I saw, I think it was Hecky Thump oh, okay. posted a picture yeah. of hers on Instagram and I was like, I need that mm. pattern. Yeah. And then I was just kind of looking through to see what colours worked for it and things. So that's very yeah. much how I work with patterns is I will go in and I will see what other people have yeah. done first. Mm, I do like to have a nosy as well because I know certainly like with MCALs in particular, I know when Stephen West started going a little bit more out there mm-hmm. with his designs and trying new techniques and really different shapes and things, I did start looking at other people's colourways just to kind of go, is this going to be something that is wearable either for me or as a gift or is this going to come out looking a bit like clown bath? Yeah. That and sometimes I just like looking at spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I I yeah. tend not to sign up to MCALs, so I always like to see the finished yeah. kind of objects first. I tend not to just because I've been burnt once in the past, but with Andrea Maori, I was just kind of like, you know what? I love her patterns. Yeah. I can't not. Yeah. But so, yeah. yeah. I figure it's telling that one of my favourite characters that I'm writing my thesis about is called Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> but we're definitely going to have some serious stash acquisition mission going on when we're at Perth Festival of Yarn. Yes. So... Since we last mentioned Perth 
on the podcast, I kind of went, you know what? I don't care that I've got a conference the week after. I'm coming. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Because it looks fantastic and amazing and really good fun. Super excited. Yes. And it's pretty close. Yep. And the train journey is going to be gorgeous. Yep. So. Yeah, I quite like the train journey to Perth. And it's not too expensive either. Yeah. So, for those of you that aren't aware, it is taking place on the 10th of September. Mm-hmm. From 11 till 5. Mm-hmm. In the... Is it the Dewar Centre? Dewar Centre. Sorry, guys. We're not locals. <laughs> All the details are on the website and you can read it and you can butcher the pronunciation for yourself. Yes. And that's perthfestivalofyarn.uk. Yeah. Yep. So, the tickets are £10, mm-hmm. which is a bargain. Definitely. Um, I believe you can also get tote bags. Yes. I, in fact, have ordered a tote bag. Are they £6, I want yes. to say? Yep. So, again, bargain. And there's lots going on. So there is going to be a keynote lecture from Die Gilpin. Which obviously is something not to be missed. Mm-hmm. There is also a llama experience, oh. which again I think is ticketed. Yes. And there are various time, time slots throughout the day for that. Yes. Yeah. That's the words I was looking for. There are a few lessons going on, so there's some double yeah, knitting, some classes, spinning, things like yeah. that. So you can go on the website and check them out, see if there's any spaces left. Yep, and there is also a ticketed social event on the night before, the 9th of September. Yes. So if so. you want to go hang out with people, then go to the website, you can get tickets for that. Unfortunately, we won't be there because I'm actually working on the Saturday and mm-hmm. we would have to get the train there do that get the train back then get the train there in the morning again so it's just not really feasible for us but go and have good times and let us know take pictures yes we'll stalk you on instagram yes and twitter yes (laughs) so the hashtag is hashtag perth yarn fest 17 so you can put that on all of your stuff and we'll be able to see it and we will use it when we're there and it's very exciting and i know there's going to be some sort of blogger podcast meaty thing yep at some point we're not sure on exactly the time yet we will double check before we go yes and yep so obviously there are going to be vendors there that we'd both like to go visit yes either just to simply go chat and catch up with um or to fangirl over or to simply discover new things yes so we're both really looking forward to rusty ferret Okay, so blanket rule, we love Leona of Fluff and Rusty Ferret. Yes. Can't wait to go see her and squee at her and probably run away with lots of yarn. Yes. Having paid for it. Yes, of course. So you have a few people that you are looking for. Yes. So big one for me is Gamer Crafting. Lovely. So I've followed them on Instagram for a while and seen them about on the internet and it's basically geek-inspired colourways on yarn and things. Excellent. Which appeals to me big time. Of course. So there's things like Clefairy colourways and Scarlet Witch colourways and things. Um, Pip's eyes have just suddenly lit up. She kind of looks like a little elf or a gnome or something. <laughs> Very excited little gnome, I think. I'll take that as a compliment. Hey, you're welcome. Your eyes just like they're like the size of like saucer plates. Um, I'm just too cute for this world. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> You've still not had anything to drink. You've had Neither like one you. I've had. A, I'm on my second glass, but it's not even alcoholic. I know something's going on here. Well, it's not my fault. <laughs> yep. So, gamer crafting. 
mm-hmm. big tick i'm looking forward to seeing cosmic strings who again i've been following on instagram for a while and i know they're based in edinburgh and they have some really lush looking colorways and things pip mm-hmm. just took a sip of a drink and pulled a really weird face <laughs> Then, looking forward to seeing Ginger Twist. Of course, the lovely Jess. Lovely Jess. I'm really hoping that she's got more of her Pegasus colourway. I have quite a basis. lot of Pegasus stashed. I need to use it. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You do not appreciate it as you should. No. So for those of you that don't know, it's kind of like a cobalty blue colourway with some pink through it. So Yeah. Um. So it's everything that I love in yarn that isn't everything else I love in yarn. And I've got a shawl that I knit in it was one of the first episodes that we did the Zarya shawl yeah and I knit that up in it and I love it and I've got a huge stash of the Flumps chunky yarn that she's got in that colourway as well and I've currently got it knit up as a a great big triangular shawl but I'm gonna frog it and turn it into a wrap ooh yep maybe put some brioche in it the Flumps chunky is delightful yeah really cosy so yeah hoping for some more Pegasus Mm mhm and then also looking forward to Blue Moon Indigo and the Border Tart. Yep. Because again, I always go up and like eye all the yarn. I'm just, I always end up overwhelmed by the choice. Yeah. I know that Heather got some of that at Edinburgh Yarn yeah. Festival. Was it this year or the year before? And it's yeah. just gorgeous. It's really nice. So I'm hoping to maybe get some more of that because I feel I need more blue and indigos in my stash again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I'm after. I'm looking forward to seeing the Walcott yarn. Yes, because they've got their new colourways out as well. Yeah, because it was launched at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, yeah. I think, or it was still it was very new at yeah. Edinburgh Yarn Festival, but they only had the undyed. Yeah, and I remember Heather and I had a sort of extensive discussion. Sort of, we had an extensive discussion, almost like quandary about it when we were standing next to it, because we were like, it's so flipping soft and beautiful and lustrous, and oh, it is amazing. But both of us were very much we don't really knit in natural colours yeah so we both were kind of like no we'll be responsible we'll wait for the additional colourways and we promptly went and squeed at Pip about it as well yes so they have got their colourways and we're gonna go and squish them and it's gonna be amazing and I might come away with them also looking forward to seeing US Wool yep who featured on the Knit British podcast recently yes I'm just all about the whole way that that Mm -hmm. runs it's super cool I love British Wool I'm really annoyed because mum and dad were on US did they not get you any? They didn't even go visit. <gasps> it's kind of like, call yourselves tourists. <sighs> so, yeah, it'll be good to actually see the yarn. Yeah. I'm also looking yeah. forward to seeing the Iona yarn mm, because I want to get myself... Yummy. I want to get myself a cone of their blue teal. Yes. Because I recently got some, uh, mm. like, high-waisted skirts yeah. and things and I want to make myself a little crop mm. top. Probably an Anouk sweater yeah. or cardigan yeah. by Andy Satterland oh she's got loads of in high- like the blue teal from yeah. Iona that'd be nice also, random fact that was the first yarn that Phil ever bought for me Iona Aww, yeah that's sweet um, looking forward to seeing Mothy and the Squid I've yes. used her yarn before it'll be nice to get to squish it and things and see the mental colourways they're yes. so beautiful she's if, been dying some autumn colourways recently I saw yeah. on Instagram so hopefully there'll be those there yeah if she has anything that I can use to make socks I will nab it mm-hmm. and also Strathairn Fleece and Fibre you guys know I love them I bought some of their yarn on my honeymoon we went to visit them on my honeymoon and their yarn is amazing divine yeah. beautiful and I want some more that's reasonable yeah mm-hmm. and then we're both looking forward to seeing the Melted Moglet Dye Works yep. who uh, is run by Eva who is actually organising Perth yes 
So that'll so, be super exciting. Yeah, really intrigued to see that. Yes. And we're just super excited in general yes. about Perth. We cannot wait. Yeah, we love a good yarn festival. Yes. And, and we love meeting people. We love squishing yarn. Yep. And we're thinking that while we're there, we might even see about getting a few skeins to use as prizes for future knit-alongs or giveaways yes. and things. Yes. Yeah. So, as we said last episode, if you guys would be interested in us doing a RAV group... Well, I know that we did actually get some responses yeah. for that. Some people were interested. So, keep an eye out on the yeah. Twitter page, which is at Tipsy Knits, and we will make an announcement when the Ravelry yes. group goes live. So, yep. Keep letting us know if that's the sort of thing you'd be interested in. Mm-hmm. Any suggestions on alcohol on yarns on anything at all anything you want to hear or know about or you're interested in just tweet us we're much more active on twitter now so we will pick up your messages and we will be very excited to read everything yep or alternatively send your answers questions whatever in bottles to us (laughs) <laughs> might reach us might not but i figure it's like you know the- thematic appropriate yes. there is also a f- contact us form on the blog as well yes. if you don't have twitter so you can um send us questions or anything at all like that um and we can get back to you yeah so yeah we're just basically super excited about upcoming yarny adventures and yep. we really look forward to seeing some of you there yes we can't wait so I think that pretty much wraps up this episode yep. this time. Thank you for listening to us. And if you're a new listener, thank you for spending a bit of time with us. And for all of you returning listeners, thank you for coming back. Yeah, we hope you like what you've heard. And <laughs> yeah, this episode was perhaps a bit more uh, lively than usual. Yes. More chaotic. <laughs> uh, Pip has got a lot of editing and cutting out to do. Yep. But we will see you next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.